0: are you a technician who wants to set yourself apart? Then the Trusted Technician Podcast is for you. I'm your host, Dr. Krista Fabric with SBE, and on this podcast, we will have top performing technicians and experienced HVAC coaches and trainers sharing their tips and strategies to help you be more successful. Well, hello everyone, and welcome to today's episode. Today, I'm excited to talk to Josh Taylor, and talk to you about selling maintenance agreements. Josh, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are?
1: Yeah, no, I'm I'm happy to be here. I'm excited to talk today and um, see what we can do. But yeah, my name is Josh. I've been a coach and trainer here at SPE for a couple of years now. Um, before this, I was in pest control. Um, and it turns out that pest control and HJC businesses are almost exactly the same. And uh, you know, my, my 12 years experience there, maintenance agreements were the bread and butter of everything. So I feel like that's one of the most important things we can do to help our customers.
0: Yeah. So that is why Josh is here to talk today because he, I like to call him the king of maintenance agreements. He knows how to teach people how to sell them. He knows how to sell them personally. And it is, um, summer's coming. And so these guys want to make sure they're taking full advantage of the busy demand season, Josh. So why don't you talk to me about why is it so hard for so many techs to sell maintenance agreements?
1: Yeah, that, that's a really good question. And I, I get this a lot with, uh, you know, all the technicians I've trained is that they, they typically run into two main roadblocks uh, when it comes to selling maintenance agreements. The first one that I see all the time is they get to the customer's house. They, they might talk to them a little bit about what's going on, the issue, whatever the demand calls about. And then they might give them a flyer, right? Or brochure that says, yeah. here's, here's what our maintenance agreement is and all the benefits that come with it, Right. And they might even try to ask a question right then and there to see if the customer might be interested in maintenance. In fact, some might even try to sell it. Right. Right. And uh, uh, the, the problem with this is we, they, we just met them. Right. We're, we're on the first date here. and We're asking for marriage. And, and so it just doesn't <laughs> quite work right at the very beginning of the call. The, the second reason is uh, that I see all the time is technicians will wait till the very end of the call. And they'll they'll bring up like the discount that they might get on that repair or the parts that day. They try to sell off the discount. But but both of these things totally neglect is the value of the maintenance agreement, right? right. So like when you think about some of the, the important things that a maintenance agreement accomplishes for a customer, Krista, like what comes to your mind?
0: Well, it uh, makes sure that they're keeping that they know what's going on with their system, that they're able to keep their system clean, right? and that they know if there's uh, any parts that might potentially fail in the near future?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, to- totally, right? We're trying to essentially make their system last as long as possible while, uh, you know, running as efficiently as possible and present any, you know, prevent any catastrophic failures, right? Especially in the summer, winter months when it's super hot or cold. And, uh, and so we don't get to tell the customer that, and we don't get to explain the value unless we're building that trust throughout the entire call, right? And so that's where I think that a lot of the focus really, really starts here. In fact, I mean, when you think about, uh, just do you mind if I tell a quick story, Krista? Is that okay? Please. Okay, so a a couple of years ago, um, right next to my house, they built a Chick-fil-A. It was right across the street from McDonald's, okay? So when you think about McDonald's and Chick-fil-A, do the customer service and products even compare?
0: Not at all. Different ball
1: game, yeah, entirely right. And uh, I noticed that it doesn't matter if it was seven a.m. or seven p.m. There was this line wrapped around the entire building of Chick Fil A. Okay, and uh, you know, lots of cars. I'd look over, and at McDonald's. There's like one or two cars in the in the drive-through. I'm looking at this. I'm like, okay, there's there's clearly the location is good, right? There's demand. There's lots of customers here, but they're empty, and this one is jam packed. Like, why, why is that the case? And I mean, when you think of Chick Fil A, Krista, like, what are some customer service uh, or you know what comes to your mind in terms of what the quality they bring?
0: Well, the first thing I think of is my pleasure, right? They're all trained to, to respond to anything that you ask for with my pleasure, so that's and like an over-the-top customer service experience there. Um, they tend to get your order correct. I know McDonald's famous for having right? your order wrong, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, totally. And their ice cream machine always working. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, so it's like it's the little things. But um, what, what's interesting is that Chick-fil-A is usually more expensive. So people, as I, I kind of was observing this, um, you know, people are willing to pay more and be in line longer for a product that they determine is value, valuable, right? And so it's the, it's the same kind of thing we need to think of with our maintenance. Reasons. It's all about the value. And that's actually what drives customer behavior more than a discount more than a flyer, more than anything, we need to show the value. And so, when I'm first talking to text, I recommend three steps to really securing a maintenance agreement, especially when it comes on a demand call. Okay. So, now the, the very first step that uh, that's so important is when we go into a customer's home, right? We have our upfront contract where we introduce ourselves, we set the agenda for the call. We get permission to get them involved and, and go over any concerns they might have and, and really just gain a time commitment for that call. Right? right. And right before we're about to get to work or head to the thermostat, I like to ask the question When was the last time you had maintenance done on your system? OK. Now, this is important, especially when it says when, okay? Yeah. It's not, have you ever had maintenance done your system? We're saying when, right? <laughs> when, because right. we're trying to get like a feeling of an actual time frame. Now, if you were to guess, Krista, how do you think most of those customers actually uh, respond to that?
0: They make the face that I just did, which our listeners can't see, but they probably, uh, ooh, um, I'm not sure, right? Because most yeah, of people either right? have never done it or they, it's been so long, they have no idea.
1: That's exactly right. They're all of a sudden thinking to themselves, yeah, I don't know if I've ever had maintenance or what's maintenance, or should I be doing that? Right. Or when we bought the house eight years ago, right? So right. you're gonna get some kind of feeling like that. And so this is important because we're setting the precedence that that maintenance is a valuable part of maintaining of keeping up with your equipment, right? Right. Yep. And Love so it. by asking that from the very beginning of the call, they're thinking to themselves oh, I, sh- I sounds like maintenance is important. In fact, when you're going through the rest of the call, they might be thinking to themselves, did this happen because I didn't have maintenance? Right. <laughs> and it-, it very well might have. Right. Right. That failure or whatever the reason you're out there on that call today, it very well might be the case that they haven't been getting it maintained and it's now shut down. And so this is a really important piece of the puzzle to get that question out of when it was done. We, I call this the planting the seed phase, right? We're planting the seed, that maintenance is an important thing. Um, the second and the most, probably the one of the more important steps is when we're having, a, we're talking to the customer about their needs, When we're doing, you know, walk through through their home. When at some point in time, whether we're close to the attic or out of the condensing, we need to ask the customer, you know, how long do you want this system to last, right? Now, why do you think that's important, Krista?
0: Um, well, because first you get to find out where they are um, on far, as far as like, oh, do they have any idea how their system is? Are they already interested in replacement possibly, right? You kind of get to find out what they're thinking. Um, but most people are going to say forever, right? Forever,
1: yeah. We want to as long as possible, right? And yeah. uh, and the reality is we're having this conversation because That's not a thing. It's not possible to actually have your system last forever. So the whole goal of this conversation is we're trying to say, get the customer and and us on the same page of saying, hey, you know what? This isn't going to last forever. Typically in your area, we see systems last 10 to 14 years, depending on your market, right? Um, And then it's usually time to consider replacement. So realistically, how many more years are we wanting to get? And it's so important that we get an actual number. So two years, three years, one more summer, whatever that number is, we want to have this goal that now us and the customers are aligned and agree with of how long they want that system to last. So now, as we're going to make decisions and bring stuff up later on in the call, that we can go back and refer to that with the customer, right? Right. Yeah. So, you know, for example, like I come back and say, hey, Krista, do you remember when we were out of your condensing unit and we're talking about how long you want the system to last, right? Yep. I mean, how long do we say another year, correct?
0: Yeah, just at least one more summer, please.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right. So I may have found something that might prevent that from happening. Can, um, I, can I take it, take it, can I show you, can we come take a look really quick?
0: Yeah, let's see what that is.
1: Okay, Great. So we can then use that to say, hey, your goals, my goals from what we talked about are not aligned here. Let me come and show you, right? Now, so th- this is important because we're going to come and bring this back later. Um, so step one, plant the seed, ask them, when was the last time you had maintenance done your system? Step two, we have to have this conversation of how long do we want the system to last before we really get to work? And in between, do we take a, I mean, a lot of technicians I know take lots of pictures or videos, right? Why might that be important, Krista?
0: I was just going to ask, Josh, you mentioned showing a picture, and I was going to ask, you know, we'll we'll have another episode talking more about this, but pictures and videos can show what's going on in the system. It's proof, right? It's proof that there's dirt. It's proof that there's something that's failed.
1: Yeah, that's it, right? Is this? It's, it's not. It's no longer you and the customer. That they have to believe. There's this third-party, um, you know, picture or video that they can now see and they can believe it, and that builds trust, right? right. And all, as I'm showing things like this, especially when it comes to like cleaning dirt, uh, checking the the capacitor, you know, any pitted up contactors, things like that that we're normally checking on our maintenance visit. All even as I'm showing the customer, say something like, "Yeah, we take care of this every single time on our maintenance visit." Yeah. Reinforcing that value. Yeah. Reinforcing that value. Right. And I'm keeping it front of mind for them throughout the entire call. It's not a brand maintenance agreements are not a brand new topic at this point. Right. right. And the, the third and the final step that, that uh, is the most important is we need to now wrap this all up and present this to the customer in our options. Right. And this is where I think a lot of technicians get uh, tripped up, right. Where they're like, okay, do I, do I offer the repair and then the maintenance agreement? Do I offer both at the same time? Like what do I do? We just need to see if they like the idea of if they like the idea of maintenance, right? right? We need to figure out is this something that's important to them? Is this something that they want to keep up on? And do they want to they want to you know keep solving this problem continually after this call. And so that's where you can bring this, this goal back in and say, hey, Krista, I um, I know you said you wanted to get another three years out of this system. Is that correct?
0: That's correct.
1: Perfect. Now, um, I, I said, like I said, I, I found a couple of things that may prevent that from happening. I might show them the pictures at this point in time, right? Mm-hmm. And we might talk about uh, to see whether what they feel about the issue. But then I'm going to ask, what do you think is the best way to, to do that? What do you think is the best way? What, what can you do to try and get the next three years out of your system? I
0: don't know. I guess that's, that's what I have you come out here for, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that, that that's my job. Right. And then you know, there's a variety of things. We, we're definitely going to get you up and running today. No problem. Okay. But uh, t- let me ask you this. Do you, uh do you do regular maintenance on your vehicle?
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And and why do we do regular maintenance on our vehicle, Krista?
0: Cause I drive a lot and I want my car to keep on running.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. And um. When you consider that, right, uh, what are the advantages of keeping that vehicle in top shape at all times?
0: It's less likely to break down and it'll probably last me longer.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. So, I mean, considering that, do you think that maintenance on your regular maintenance on your system is a good idea? When you
0: put it like that, man, I guess, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. It does. I should probably do it.
1: You know, and that, that's really where a lot of uh, other of my customers have really felt that that it just makes sense when they are trying to extend the life and get the, the best uh, energy efficiency out of it.
0: Yeah, sounds good, man. Let's do it. I want that maintenance agreement.
1: Great. But I didn't tell you the cost. Ah, right. Because <laughs> because you're right. because And that's how it goes a lot of times, right? I might use that car analogy to help yeah. bring up the, and reinforce the fact that, hey, you do maintenance on other important investments and mechanical things in your your household, yeah. why wouldn't you do your air conditioning, right? Yeah. And at this point in time, the the, the amount of uh, pain that the customer has gone through in having us out there to fix their problem, by us bringing it up in the beginning, planting that seed of when was the last time, right, you had yeah. maintenance done? Then as we go forward and we have that conversation, how long they want this to last? We show them some pictures or videos saying it's included, right? Mm-hmm. Now we can bring it up and ask for. The maintenance agreement right and if you do it right if, if they're bought in on value you spent the time with the customer you followed this process now they just get to say yes they don't even know how much it costs but it makes sense because they just went through this terrible experience of their their unit yeah. dying maybe they were they couldn't sleep last night it was so hot maybe they got kids that are crazy they had to take the day <laughs> off work right there was this yeah. huge hassle they don't want that to happen again Why right to do that Maintenance, right? Yeah. So by doing that uh at the very end, ultimately that that discount that a lot of people will give on their maintenance, you know, to their maintenance customers on repairs or parts or whatever that is, that just becomes the cherry on top where it becomes a no-brainer.
0: Right.
1: Right. Instead of selling on that, now it's like, oh yeah, and by the way, you're gonna save an extra $95 today by by joining our membership program. Right. And so then, like, like okay, yes, yeah, is great. The reason that's important is if we're selling just on the discount, and that's the only incentive we give them to to, to buy the maintenance. Do you think when it comes time to renew, Krista, that they're gonna be excited about that?
0: Probably not, because they're not gonna necessarily need a repair, an expensive repair again a year from now.
1: Yeah, right. They 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 have they, they, they bought on the discount, they don't need that discount anymore. So why renew, right? Yeah. So this just helps even when we go back to renew with our current customers, selling the value creates customers for life. And that's all yeah. we're going for.
0: Love it. And Josh, you said something key too about is with summer coming, right? When you're going to be on what, 80% of your calls are going to be some sort of no cool or issue with cooling. So these customers are feeling the pain of a system that has broken down in some way. And so the maintenance agreement, right? Making sure you keep that in mind. This is this is the time to be selling these because this is when customers are the most likely to say yes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that enough can't be said about how important that really is, is this is the time to load the fish or to load the boat with fish, okay? Right. <laughs> there, we, we're going to be busy. Like you said, we're running 70% of our calls or more during these next uh, you know five months or so. And so we're never going to have more opportunities than we are right now in front of us. And, you know, like you said, the customers are in distress. They need us. We just came in and and took care of their family and their home. We're like a hero to them. There's (laughs) never a better time to ask for maintenance than right then. Right. They are in a good mood. We just solve their problem. They don't have to worry about the sleepless nights. They don't have to worry about their kids being grumpy because it's hot. They don't have to worry about taking off work anymore. We, right. we just help that. It's not like this is literally the best opportunity we'll ever have to ask for for a business on a maintenance agreement.
0: Yep. Love it. And that is the perfect uh, note to end on there, Mr. Taylor, because you have given them the three steps, how to sell it. You've told them why it's such a good time to be selling it as we go into summer here. And um, I thank you for your time today, Josh. Always a pleasure to hear you teach on anything related to the the service training.
1: Love it. (laughs) Um, it has been great.
0: And um, to everybody listening today, if you want to learn more about our training, you know, you can uh, check out our website. We have a lot of training. We have a lot of other podcasts. So make sure to listen to that. And um, we'll see you all in the next episode. Thanks, Josh.
1: You got to crush it out there, uh, gentlemen and ladies.
0: Thank you for tuning in to The Trusted Technician brought to you by SBE. To learn more about SBE, visit us at sbeodyssey.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to share it with your friends and leave us a rating wherever you're listening. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Have a great day.